Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Authentic City with Liche. I am so glad that you are tuned in today, that you get to share your time and your energy with me on this platform. I am truly, truly grateful and I don't take it for granted. Today, I want to talk about six life lessons that running has taught me. When I say talk about it, it sounds like, it sounds very, I don't know, strong. Rather, I, I would like to share Yes, that's what I'd like to share because it's a very gentle and calm episode. There's no much diving in, just sharing the life lessons that I can link back to being on the road and running. So without any further ado, let's get straight into it. Okay, so just the background story with my uh, relationship with running. So I think I've always been into running. And it took me quite a few years to realize that it's always been that's something that has been my crutch for me, you know, over the years, especially mentally. And I think it was only last year where I was like, I genuinely, genuinely love doing this. I knew that I enjoyed it, but like, I think it was only last year I was like, I'm going to stick to it because it's something I really love. And it's one of the things that even though I haven't been consistent, consistent, but it's always constant in my life, you know. Um, let me try and break that down. For example, I haven't been consistent in a manner of like, I will run every, every, let's say three times a week, every week. But for say six years, there wouldn't be a single month that goes by without me running at least once or twice. So that's what I mean by it hasn't been very consistent, but it's been a constant in my life so i literally started running voluntarily in primary school so (laughs) there was a soccer field by my house where boys who were slightly older than me used to play soccer right and my uncle was the coach of that team so i always used to ask him like if i could join the team and he told me that um i should start i should start training so that i could go for trials to see if I can make the team, which was just a dream he was selling me, but I bought it at the time, you know? So I started running with the intention of trying to make the team. So I wouldn't run too far from home, but I'd run like almost every afternoon. So maybe I would estimate it to be like one kilometer distance every afternoon for like during the week, for like four or five days a week. And I was really consistent, hey, at the time. I was really, really consistent. And I used to nag him all the time I saw him. Like, yo, I've been training, so when are my trials? And he'd always move the goalpost, obviously. And no pun intended. So I was always told that maybe I should start my own girls team and he'd coach us as well, eventually. Of which we didn't. But what I did do was I asked two of my cousins to join me on my evening runs. And at the time, I did have the intention of training with them so that maybe we could expand and have an all-girls team. Yo, guys, man, I used to dream and I still do. And anyway, (laughs) that eventually, we thought it was going to be the team. But we just ended up, you know, just running for ourselves. And it was also just time for us to catch up on things that happened at our respective schools during the day because we didn't attend the same schools. So we ended up just running for ourselves and we literally forgot about that soccer thing. Anyway, that lasted for like a year, two years max, I think. Anyway, fast forward, I'm in high school. So in high school, I used to walk to and from school every single day. So it was a two kilometer walk to go to school, two to come back. I confirmed it on Google Maps. So I know for sure that I'm talking. 
it's very accurate. So I used to walk four kilometers a day, every day for five years. Well, every weekday, school day at least. And I also used to play hockey. So I trained twice a week, which was just mostly running after a ball. (laughs) And then I did that from grade six up until grade 12. And believe it or not, I started running again, I think in grade 10, because I was very self-conscious. You know, it was around that age where you start gaining weight and you're like, hmm, is there something I'm doing wrong? Maybe I should, you know, pick up an extra mile. There are no miles in South Africa, guys. Anyway, I started doing that as well. So I was really, yo, guys, I was really intensely into sports. Now that I think about it, I was I was a really an, an athletic child, if I could put it like that. And I really didn't think of myself as someone who's very athletic. I just thought... Anyway, I digress. Where was I? Okay, believe it or not, yes, I did start running in grade 10 or grade 11 again on weekends. But it really didn't last long. Because <laughs> I think I was also on the verge of just crashing. I was doing a lot. <laughs> it was a lot on my body, okay? So I think that lasted for like two and three, two, three months probably. Three months max. And yeah, I, I called it quits. Not really quits because I was doing everything else. But yeah, the running, it wasn't working at that time. Fast forward university, I really wasn't into physical exercise up until, say, third year. And even then, it was because the person I was dating at the time was really into gym. So naturally, that got me back into that routine as well. And since then, I have to say, I've I've stuck with like most of it, particularly the running. I've, I've I've stuck with that. And even though I've had seasons where I'd really be into it and I'd be really consistent and other seasons, I'd just be like touch and go stage, (laughs) you know, it'd be like touch and go like once a week and other times I'd be like three times a week for three months in a row. Okay. Not really three months in a row, but I've been really consistent for the past year, probably year, seven months. I've been so consistent. I'm so proud of myself. Just have to put it out there. Um, yeah. Anyway, for the last almost two years, yeah, as I was saying, I've been so consistent and I mean that by, let me just try and, and, and break it down. I probably run four times a week and I run weekly. So I try to be really consistent. Even if I've been slacking for a few days, I go like on consecutive days to make up for it. And my body is really loving me for it. I have to put it out there. And so it just helps me. I love it. I really, I was in a situation that was forcing me to get out of my head. I think early 2021, I just had to get out of my head. And I felt like if I don't find a way to really, really be out of my head truly and not think my way out out of it, but experience my way out of my head, I was probably just going to lose it at that time. So not even in a, I wasn't really depressed, but I was in a space where I needed to be, my mind needed to be constantly refreshed. So I had to find something that could do that for me daily, where I could wake up and reset my brain, if that makes sense. And it really worked. So I stuck it out. I just have to add that um, COVID-19 really helped me stick to my routine as well. Uh, especially like the setup when we were working from home and etc. It really helped me stick to it because it was the one thing that helped me feel sane 
and free around that time. It it made me feel mentally free. So I was kind of doing it daily just so that I could feel that freedom on the road. And yeah, it really helped me stick to the routine in such a way that when we were gravitating back to the office, I found ways to still incorporate it in my daily life because it was just so natural to me and my body was so used to it that I was going to do it at disservice if I just went back to to no exercise or just once in a while. I, I, I can't imagine living a practical and organized life without consistent exercise anymore. <laughs> I don't even know how I did that. Probably wasn't organized as I thought at the time. But anyway, I digress. Back to the point of the matter, which is our topic today, I would just like to touch on and talk about the six life lessons that running has taught me, moi, me, myself, I, Timbeliche. Let's get straight into it. <laughs> the first thing that running has taught me is to get out of my head. I need to get into my body. And I think this is pretty self-explanatory because um, I really believe that exercise can be regarded as a form of meditation. Well, at least that is what I consider my exercise routines to be for me, a chance to empty or redirect my thoughts. And sometimes I consider them as a time for source or a time for God to pour into me without me being reactive in speech or in thought. Because I feel like sometimes we talk to God so much, but we don't give him a chance to talk back to us without us constantly interfering and interrupting via prayer or via internal dialogue. You know, God doesn't have a chance to just pour into us without us saying, "Mm, I get you, but but what do you mean? Can I just get clarity on that? Just pour, you know? So if I'm in my body, If I'm in my body, I am so aware of the physical sensations occurring that I pay little to no attention to my mind. And which is good, you know, because if you're really aware of what is going on in your body, you have no time to, to, or capacity rather, to be aware of what is going on in your mind because you, your mind is so focused on, on your sensations and your, and your physical sensations, you know. So, yeah, it's a chance to just give your mind a break, your thinking mind a break. I love it. I I love it. I, I would recommend running any day. I'm only on the first point and I'm just I'm just bubbling with joy. <laughs> Second thing I have learned from running is pace yourself. <laughs> Life, like running, requires us to pace our steps so that we can go on for longer. What I've also learned is that pacing oneself takes a lot of self-awareness during the run and during life. And thereafter, as a result of the self-awareness comes self-regulation. You need to be aware of what ties you out, what fuels you. How you can optimize these to reach your goal distance, your goal pace or time. You need to learn when to slow down, when to go faster and when to rest. How to slow down, how to best go faster with the most support from your muscles 
and how to prepare for your rest. Discernment. <laughs> Navigating life is about having discernment. And a great part of reaching your goal is rooted in how you've made your way there. Too fast, you crash. You snooze, you also you, <laughs> you also lose. You snooze, you lose. So life, in essence, like running, is just about pacing yourself, sticking to your lane, learning your weaknesses and your strengths, and knowing how to best optimize on these to reach your goal. That's what I've learned. Sounds nice to me. The third thing, the third thing (laughs) running has taught me is breathe or you'll be out of breath. Pushing yourself is important. Breath control enables you to go longer and to go faster. Stopping to replenish your breath or catching a break allows us to regenerate the oxygen for a new cycle. I believe, I haven't researched that, but I deeply believe it. Which goes back to the last point. Pacing your breathing during the run is very important for a longer run or interval speed cycles. If you don't master taking long and equal breaths during your runs, you are likely to crash much quicker as you are going to tire out much quicker as you can't supply your body equally and consistently with oxygen, I believe, at equal intervals, probably. (laughs) So... The point is you are going to crash much quicker, which is what we say about life. It's important to literally be mindful, to stop and breathe, to regain and refocus our essence. We don't have to always completely stop, but we just have to remember to breathe before we are out of breath. Ooh, ooh. Okay, number four, four, four. The fourth lesson running has taught me about life is it's a mental game. In my experience of running, I've learned that it is equally about the mind posture as much as it is about your physical posture and about your physical preparedness. It is also about the mind preparedness and the posture of the mind when you begin your run. Where is it at? It determines where your run goes. You know what I mean? There are moments where your body is ready to give in because it perceives tiredness even though it is not experiencing said tiredness at the time or as yet, rather. That is when the mind steps in. One more lap, one more kilometer, one more cycle of breath. We can do it. We can go, you know? We need our minds to push us beyond what our physical beings perceive to be limitations. And just to quote scripture, (laughs) I think it is, it is Proverbs 23 verse 7. As someone thinks within himself, so he is. But I know that other versions say um, something about your heart instead. But yes, I like that. People who make it to the finish line think they will make it to the finish line even before they show up for the starting line. That is the mentality you like to have before you start your runs. And that is the mentality you like to have, you would want to have before you pursue any goal. Any goal. Oh my God. That is the mentality you want to have before you pursue any goal that you have in your life. Yep. Let me wrap this up before I, oh my God, the English band.
fifth lesson that running has taught me about life is food is fuel. This actually goes back to our last episode where we were talking about eating for your efficiency or rather eating for the efficiency of your body and not for your selfish desires. I think this is also a pretty self-explanatory point. I realize that when I eat crappy, my runs are also relatively crappy. (laughs) I experience shortness of breath, shorter runs, mental headspace isn't as clear. So I can't even fully convince myself to do the right things, you know, during the runs. But when I eat good, it nourishes my body. My cells are moist. I believe, not really my cells, I wanted to say my, my muscles are actually moist. I don't feel rusty. Um... You know, it just does the things that it needs to do. I can go on for longer. My stamina is up. It strengthens the right muscles. I have optimum oxygen and blood flow levels. I run longer. I feel alive. When I eat right and I run, I feel alive. And it just, it it encourages me to keep eating right and keep running. The more I run is the more I want to eat right. The more I eat right is the more I want to run. You know, it's a ripple effect of each other. And I just love it. I just love it. And sorry, let me catch a breath. I run longer. I run faster. I have less strain and injury. I sometimes finish a run wishing I could start another one, you know? So I believe that food is fuel at its best. And I've had years where I take energy tablets before runs. I don't want to mention the brand, but they have like these pre-workout, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not bashing anyone who takes that, but I'm just saying for me personally, I take like two and they had like really high caffeine content and yeah, I'd go on longer, but like I'd have a headache afterwards. So now I just one cup of black coffee. I'm good. I'm good to go personally. As long as I eat right, I, I, I really run well. <laughs> Our sixth and last point, and very, very not least, is rest. Rest, 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 rest. Take a break. Take a nice lake you can. So this is a basic life rule. No rest leads to extreme exhaustion. Hard work is very vital, guys. We know that we need to work hard, but we need to rest as hard. I really believe that one can't precede the other. (laughs) You can't say rest is more important than hard work. And you also can't say hard work is more important than rest. But you really need to strike a balance between the two because they are both equally important. So the only way to come back strong in anything you do is to rest, regroup, recover, and be the comeback, comebackest kid to ever come back. You know what I mean? But you need to rest. So, guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much. And as I initially stated that I'm not a professional athlete, I didn't state that, but I would have hoped I stated it somewhere. Anyway, I am definitely not a professional athlete of any sort. However, recently I did realize that in hindsight, I really, 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 really love running. I just love physical exercise, but my physical exercise of choice is really running. And I thoroughly enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I don't do like Bumam Marathon. Nah, I run to clear my head at most. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoy it though. And it is always a chance for me to clear my mind, to regroup my thoughts, allow new perspectives and new epiphanies to reach me. 
enjoy an explosive playlist, you know what I mean? All while keeping my body in shape. What an elite exercise. And I really hope you find this episode pleasant and as useful as I hope (laughs) that it was. And that it inspires you to at least start that one kilometer walk tonight or tomorrow morning. I kid, I kid, no pressure. You can find a totally different form of exercise that you enjoy. And I really believe that the same principles may still apply or similar lessons to mine can still be extracted from your sessions. But I really, really do hope that you enjoy this. And I can't wait to have you guys back on our next episode. For now, stay blessed and stay authentic to the T. Love you. Peace. Thank you.